This is KUT 90.5. I'm Nathan Bernier. A number of Texas State University students are calling for the resignation of their student body president after some racially insensitive social media posts surface. This follows a tumultuous year of racial issues on campus. You can read more about those at KUT.org. We have a story up. But they most recently involved more than 100 students calling for the resignation of Texas State student body president Connor Clegg. And that happened after these discriminatory and sexist Instagram posts surfaced that uh, included photos of Asian people and nuns with racially insensitive and derogatory comments under them. Clegg has apologized for the posts. But the past year has also seen racist white supremacist flyers plastered on campus on a number of occasions, and a public rebuke of a columnist for the Texas State University student newspaper who wrote a polemic against white privilege in which he said, quote, I hate white people. So he says that was misinterpreted. But there's been a lot going on. So for more about this, we are joined by Texas State University President Denise Trout. Thank you for your time. Thank you. There's a lot that's been happening on the Texas State campus over the past year or so. How much have you could you have done to prevent the situation from getting to where it is today? One of the things that any observer of higher education in this country will see is that the kinds of incidents that have occurred at Texas State University have happened at over 100, probably 150 public universities in this country. Texas State is not an island. We're part of the United States, and the dynamics that have been unleashed in this country affect Texas State University. And are you getting involved enough? I am very involved. I'm very engaged, very involved. You know, on one level, people think that a university president is all-powerful. And the reality is I'm not all-powerful. Now, at the end of the day, the buck stops with me. There's no question about that. But in the case, for example, of the student government president, the buck is enforcing the constitution of the student government, which has a process for impeaching the president if that's what the students want to do. When it comes to Connor Clegg, the student body president, you have acknowledged that some of the content on his social media accounts posted as recently as last year was racist and offensive. And you've said that you also expect students to uphold the university's core values of diversity, inclusion, and unity. You can't impeach Clegg. Do you think he should resign, though? I don't really want to say whether or not Connor should resign because I believe and the Constitution of Student Government states that it is the student's prerogative to decide whether or not the president should be impeached. If I make a statement about for or against the impeachment, then I'm trying to influence a process that's not my process. The students elected him. The students should decide whether or not he's impeached. I know last year, Texas State adopted a university diversity and inclusion strategic plan. A number of public universities have done this. Is there anything more that Texas State could do to help minority students, students of color, feel more included in university life, to sort of lower the temperature, so to speak? We made a determination via the prior strategic plan, that we wanted to become more diverse. We wanted to become a Hispanic-serving institution. 
And we adopted a phrase. It wasn't new at Texas State. It was actually a phrase that one of the churches in downtown Austin used, deliberately diverse. And we put admissions counselors in Houston, in the Valley, in Dallas, all over the state to recruit a more diverse student body. Having done that, it is incumbent upon us to do everything we can to help all of our students feel included. And you can always do more, and we will do more. We are doing more, and we'll do more and more every single semester because inclusion and student success are are linked. And we have a faculty and staff who are, they're diverse themselves, and they want all of the students to feel included. Yeah, one of the uh, five goals of your plans to strengthen diversity is to increase the diversity of faculty and senior level administrators because the student body right now is you know is 36% hispanic 11% african american the faculty is 11% hispanic and 4% african american so there's not necessarily a reflection there of the diversity of the student body in the faculty is that something you'd like I to- would like us to check those numbers they're from your website um, i can bring I- it up right here But, I mean, generally speaking, you must know that the student body is more diverse than the faculty. You've even addressed in this plan as one of your goals to change that. What can you do to make the faculty more diverse? Well, let me tell you what we are doing. When we have a search that we're going to start for a faculty position, we look at national data. There's national data available that will tell you how many people are earning a Ph.D., in various disciplines across the whole United States, because essentially that's what we require is a PhD if you're going to be a member of the faculty or a terminal degree. Let me give you an example. About three years ago, we had a position in our marketing department that was available. So we started a national search. The previous year, in the whole United States, four African Americans earned PhDs in marketing in the whole United States, we were able to recruit one of those four African-Americans for our marketing department. I think that story tells you something, not just about our search processes, but it tells you something about the culture of the university. So we use national data. You cannot hire people in a field if there are not diverse people earning PhDs in that field. And that is one of the problems. That It's a national problem. But we, we have been successful in bringing in a diverse faculty. You have said in your role as university president at Texas State, you have an absolute duty to publicly speak out as an advocate on issues that directly impact, directly impact the university and your academic mission. How much of what's transpired over the past year at Texas State has to do with the election of Donald Trump? I wouldn't presume to know why certain things are happening. But I can tell you that one of the things that we know about our students is that the group of students who are in college right now are more civically engaged than students were even, say, 10 years ago or perhaps even five years ago. So maybe it's the confluence of several factors here that we're seeing. A fact that I do know is that the first posters showed up the day after the election. That 
probably is not a coincidence. Also, we have reason to believe those were not students who put those posters up. And these are white supremacist posters? Yes. Okay. What that tells me is that universities have been targeted, if you will, as places where people can spread literature in a way that they wouldn't be spreading it in a supermarket parking lot, for example. I think universities have been singled out, and public, big publics in particular have been singled out for all of these views that are becoming very public. I'm guessing that if you had to choose, this would not be the subject you would like to be doing interviews about. There are many, many wonderful things going on at Texas State right now. It's a, it's a great time at a great university. One of the things that I see every day is huge numbers of diverse students mixing and mingling, walking to class together. It is an inclusive place. And I think that what we're doing right now is taking the current environment and turning it around and saying, this is a teachable moment. We are going to make Texas State a better place. Denise Trouth is the president of Texas State University. President Trouth, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thank you.